Hi, my lovelies. Welcome to episode three of the Al Chanel Show. I want to thank you so much for the support that the show has been getting recently. I know we had a little bonus episode this week, which was Wednesday, which I am thinking of bringing out one bonus episode a month. So if that's something that you'd like, or if you would prefer me to bring out two episodes a week, yes, you heard that, two episodes a week, darling, please sign off down below. I will happily do that for you. I love sitting here and having a good little chatter um, and hopefully, you know, giving the children some entertainment and some education because that's what we all need at the end of the day. But the topic we're talking about today is statistics of being a part of the LGBTQIA community. Um, and I'm not going to lie, these statistics aren't the greatest. They're really not. Some of them are quite sad. I thought some of them were quite harsh. Um, it's a lot of statistics on mental health, a lot of statistics on um, abuse within the workplace, within feeling hate crimes, everything. So we're going to go through all these today. Um, I'm just going to read out quite a lot of them. Um, but I think this is something that we all need to hear. Because yes, it is getting better out there for us, slowly but surely. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to change overnight. And a lot of people are part of the LGBTQIA community do not know the statistics and they don't know, like, a lot about what's going on out there. They just know what they know. Um, Like, some of these statistics are about teenagers or, yeah, basically teenagers coming out and getting, you know, kicked out because they've come out as something that their parents don't classify as normal. Um, which, to me, is so strange, as I was openly accepted as being a gay man um, from a very young age. Um, I came out when I was, like, 13, 14, I think it was. You know, I've been out a very long time, and I was welcomed with open arms, so I think it is peculiar and strange when I hear these stories like how could a mother or a father outcast their own child just because they don't like um the same of what they classify as normal I think it's just completely bollocks it completely racks my brain it does but yeah I'm going to talk about a few of these. Um, if the any of these statistics at any time make you feel a little bit, you know, starting down in the dumps, just remember you are in control of your destiny and in control of your life. Obviously, these statistics are just statistics. Um, obviously, it happens. And I think the second you know that something like this happens, it will keep your eyes open. And, you know, even if you're not a part of the LGBTQIA community and you see these things going on and you don't do anything about it, um, 
then, you know, shame on you. But if you do see these going on and now you'll be able to notice some of these that are going on, you might be able to help, which is such an amazing thing. So let's get straight into that. Okay, so we have the first one here, which is basically the same one um, that we've just been speaking about, about um, parents kicking children out for the fact they are part of the LGBTQIA community. So it says here, half of the teens that come out as being LGBT state that their parents had a negative reaction to the news. One in four report that their parents kicked them out of their home. One in four teenagers that come out have been kicked out of their home. Just think of that on a large scale. So one out of four people. That is a lot of people that are being kicked out for the fact that they are gay, the fact they are, are trans, the fact they are non-binary, the fact that they are lesbian, and vice versa. The list goes on. That is devastating to think. Um, like I'm pretty sure one of these on here as well is um about how loads of the homeless are people, teenagers and young adults of the LGBTQIA community, which would reckon this is would be why, because obviously if their parents have kicked them out, they are going to pretty much lose everything. They're not able to... Teenagers, do you know what I mean? Depending on your age. In the UK, you've got to be 16 to work. If you come up before then, get kicked out and you've got nowhere to turn, then... You know, obviously, it's going to be the streets um, until hopefully you can find or a friend's house. If and if they can't, you know, it's couch safe. And but that is just horrible. I don't know how a parent could do that to their child. Jimmy, and it's meant to be eternal love forever with a child, and clearly, that's not eternal love, is it, my loves? Okay, so the next one. Studies indicate that between 20 and 40% of all the homeless youth identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender. So just like I was saying, how quite a lot of it, between 20 and 40% of the all homeless, that is a lot of people. A lot of people that... And then, you know, like homelessness itself is a big thing. You know, I mean, you walk through the streets and you do see a lot of homeless people, which is absolutely devastating. But then to also think that 20 to 40 percent of it is part of the LGBTQIA community. And it is probably because their parents have kicked them out or they have to lost everything for any reason is devastating it really is and obviously these organizations out there that do help i can't even think of one at the moment but you know a quick little google search is organizations out there that can help you so much if i can remember i i did have one before i started to record this um but if i do remember it i will drop it down 
at the very end of this video. Okay. 60% of people that being believe that being part of the LGBT population is a personal choice and something that is not biological. Okay, so this one drives me crazy when someone says that being gay is a choice. Um, it's not. I believe I was born gay. I was always different. Um, and to think that 60% of people that believe that being a part of the LGBTQIA population is a personal choice, that is a lot of people that think that it's a choice. Because I know what I have been through during the bullying and everything, the terrorising, the, the law. If I could have... You know, if somebody said, you could be straight, I'd be like, okay, definitely John school. Now, I love being gay, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. I am proud and out with everything about me. But gay people do get a lot of criticism. We get a lot of terrorising, bullying. We get put through a lot just for the fact that we are gay. And to think that 60% of people who believe being gay or being lesbian, trans or anything like that is a choice, that's a lot of people that think that. And it's absolutely disgusting. Um, I think we need to grow with the times um, and wake the hell up because, you know, you keep bringing us down, but honey, we're going to come bouncing right back like a fucking bouncy ball, babe. Okay. 71% of lesbian and gay people would remain loyal to a brand should they support, if they, they be supportive, sorry, of a friendly and friendly to LGBT issues, even if purchasing a brand that is less convenient or more costly. This is so true. So true. And I can vouch for this, that if I know say there's a brand out there that has had a history of being homophobic um and best way i could do it was victoria's secret for example loved victoria's secret i would wear victoria's secrets everything um definitely for drag um i thought it was gorgeous and then they came out with the whole trans um won't be on our catwalk so it's not the fantasy and all that so there's a little bit homophobic transphobic sorry um so i stopped supporting um but then you have mac um makeup which has the viva glam you have um i'm sure like nivea do uh, the pride stuff you know if they do something to help with pride and you see the gay people tend to stick with it even if it costs them a lot more than stick with a brand that's not um not evolving with the times like obviously i think most of these older brands will definitely have something to say um or they've previously said something but times have changed you know i'm i hate to say this but being gay is kind of a trend now you know you see all these younger lads and girls um try and get out and you know they'll have a relationship and it's just a big trend nowadays, which is scary <laughs> to think. But that I can't vouch enough. 71%, it's probably a lot more than that. 
I would assume it would be more than that because I know if I see a brand that is supporting um, the LGBTQIA community like Viva Glam, um, it brings out um, the money from that, helps with the AIDS virus. Um, I know Apple, which we all know, brought out the red phone for AIDS. You know, there's so many things out there. Um. 23% of LGBT adults have switched products or services in the past year because a different company was supportive of the LGBT community. I can vouch for this. There's many products I've done this with. Um, you know, there'd be a moisturizer that I used to use and, you know, they never said anything about the LGBT community, but then someone else would bring something out and it, they would support the LGBT community. They would be, even in the promo pictures, you would see um, gay men, you'd see, or you'd see people of colour, you know, anything like that, I absolutely love. So, and I would think 23% would be a lot more, it, it should be higher. Okay, so 47% of the transgendered employee population report they were, that, that they were either fired not advanced or not hired due to their gender identity see this is something that is a problem um with our work systems because i think no matter if you are gay lesbian bisexual agender no matter what you are man woman non-binary you should not have to state what you are the amount of job applications i have sent in and they have asked if i am a gay if i are what i am um, what sex i am am i which that's fine but to also think what i want as a sexual partner and ask what i'm attracted to is out of line and you know gay people are 10 and transgender lesbian you know Anyone who's really part of the LGBT community will find it harder to get these jobs because that's not what they want. It's not the look that they're looking for, which is horrendous. I would never, ever dream. Like now, if I see a job application that asks for my um, sexual orientation or anything like that, I just straight away click off it and I'm like, no, girl, you shouldn't have to know what I do when I'm outside of that workplace and who I do it with. It's got nothing to do with you and you're stepping right out of line. But that's just me. Some people don't mind that. But to me, I think it's offensive. It's It shouldn't matter what you're sexually attracted to. But it's not like you're going to go to work to be with your partner. You're going to work to work, to make money, to get that bread, get that water, honey, so you can live. But, yeah. In one study, 9% of the LGBT employees have heard a negative comments about LGBT people by their supervisor. See, I can't vouch for this. This has never happened to me. I'm so lucky that I've worked in businesses that have supported the LGBTQIA community or people that are a part of the LGBTQIA community. So to me, this is not something I've ever come across. Um, but if you know someone that this has come across, go straight to the head 
department and report this because this is unacceptable. It's a hate crime. And definitely within the workplace, it's absolutely horrendous. If I, I know if I was at the workplace and I heard something like this, even if it wasn't about me, but about another member of staff, I would right be marching right down to the head department and putting a, a formal complaint in. 67% of all LGBT, LGBTQIA employees do not report anti-LGBT remarks to human resources or management. And I could see why. Because maybe they are scared to do so, or they are, it's, they don't think anything of it. But to be fair, you've got to think of it this way. It's a hate crime. They are making you feel unsafe and unwelcome in your place of work. Um, If you are somebody or you know somebody that this is happening to, please go to Human Sources or the management and get this reported because... We're, we can't go further um, and make any more progress without people standing up and being like, no, what you've said is wrong. Um, you should have a strike. You should be sacked for that. Um, so please, darlings, if you know anyone or you are being harassed in the workplace with anti-LGBTQIA remarks, Please report it because it's a hate crime and it's highly offensive. Up to 40, 43% of the LGBT community... Start that again. Up to 43% of LGBT employees say that they've experienced discrimination in the workplace because of their sexual preferences, even though one-fourth of them haven't made their sexual preferences known. That is disgusting. First of all, like I've said, you shouldn't have to make your sexual preferences known. You shouldn't have to. That is your right. Um, like me, before I even came out, I was always um, getting called gay and stuff like this. But luckily, I was. Um, but that still doesn't make it right. So please go to Human Resources if this is happening because that is discrimination at its finest and it needs to go, like I said like on the last one, without somebody stepping up to report this, change is not going to happen. They're going to carry on thinking it's okay and it's only going to get worse and more frequent. If you stand up and put their name in and go, look, I want to put a complaint in about this, I'm getting sexual, I'm getting... Um, discrimination because I'm gay. I'm not even. I haven't even told them I'm gay or anything like this, and I'm getting discrimination for it. And I want to put a complaint in. They could look at sacked. They could look at um strikes. They could look at losing their like th whatever. You know, I know it's a scary thing, but the quicker we get in there and nip it in the bud, the better. One survey of the LGBTQIA employees found that 23.8% of the lesbian and gay people are not out to anyone at work. And I'm not surprised. Because the workplace, depending on obviously where you are and what you do, can be a very dominated by a certain type of gender or heterosexual people. Um, like I know people that 
are lawyers and they are gay, but they will never tell their other members of staff that they are gay because it's lawyers, it's a heterosexual dominated thing. Um, and same with, like, I know people that are, that are poor brokers and everything, and they do, which is dominated by men, so they will not come out. And I think that's very sad. And I, like I've said before, you shouldn't have to come out. It's a right, um, straight, heterosexual, males, females don't have to. I don't see why we have to. It's not fair. Of the 5.5 unmarried couples documented in the United States, 30, 13% were same-sex couples. And obviously this is in the United States and from the UK. But this is probably because, um, you know, they weren't able to marry for such a long period of time. Um, so... But it's still very sad to think, um, obviously, that 13% of 5.5 million people that are unmarried couples are same-sex. It's That's quite heartbreaking and devastating. Okay. So termination of an employee based on gender identity remains legal in 39 states in the U.S., that is horrendous, just because of gender identity. 39 states, like, I'm not even sure how many states there are in America. I know geography is not my strong suit, but if you know how many, do you know I mean, this may have changed. Um, but still to think at one time, 39 states of America you could get sacked just because of your gender identity. That is barbaric. Absolutely disgusting. They should be ashamed of themselves. The LGBT community earns as little as 68 cents for every dollar that a heterosexual man earns, even when qualifications are equal and or even greater for an LGBT worker. That is disgusting. So, for one dollar that a heterosexual male will make, a member of the LGBTQIA community will only make 68 cents of that. That is disgusting. That is discrimination. And this is why when people wonder how and why people think they can get away with it is because companies like this that can try and cause you to get less because of what you are that is sick it's disgusting um if this ever happened to me there would be a complaint and i'd probably put a lawsuit in against them because that is disgusting that is discrimination at its finest and they're thinking they're playing smart but really they're not um so like again like i've said if this is happening to you Go and visit your solicitor, your lawyer, darling, and see if you've got a standing foot because this is unacceptable. It's discrimination. And you could be highly compensated. And I know that's not going to help with anything, but you could be highly compensated and you may never have to work again. So just please, you know, look into it because it's a bit of a sketchy one. 
Okay, so I've got some more here. Um, evidence suggests that people identifying as LGBTQIA are at a high risk and ex of experiencing poor mental health. And I can see why this is, and this is because the amount of crap that we get put through on the daily basis, it's disgusting. Um, I wouldn't do it to anyone. Um, so I could see why. Members of the LGBT community are more likely to experience a range of mental health problems such as depression, suicidal thoughts, self-harm and alcohol and substance misuse. And this has a many number of things to it. Obviously, we have the gay scenes, which are, are clubbing scenes, which is very highly hyped up. You know, we love to party. That's what people think. Um, drugs are always involved when people think of gays. And this is because of our party like, nightlife scene. Um, <clears throat> but I could see why. Um, obviously, with all the discrimination and everything going on. It can cause people to turn to these, which is an antidepressant, you know, it's meant to help make you feel better, even if it's just for a little moment. The higher prevalences of mental health, mental ill health among members of the LGBT community can be attributed to a range of factors such as discrimination, isolation and homophobia. This can lead to members of the LGBT community feeling dissatisfied with mental health issues. With health services, with mental health services most often perceived to be discriminatory. That is sad. Um, you know, like, it's like when I say what you say can seriously affect someone. And this is how, because isolating them away from everyone else, homophobia... Uh, discrimination all this eats away at a person it's like a demon and that will can destroy someone and most people start to think that this mental health um, services that are there to help you start to feel discriminatory um, which is never a good thing Okay, my lovelies, I'm going to leave it there for today because I feel myself getting upset a lot reading these statistics to you guys. Um, uh, I remembered what the organisation is. Um, so if you are somebody, a part of the LGBTQIA community that needs help, professional help, you could go to mindout.org.uk and that is spelled M-I-N-D out dot org dot uk check them out they are a fabulous organization they will happily help you i want to thank you all for listening to my podcast today i know this one has been a little bit on the sadder side um but i think it's things that we need to hear um it's things that need to be said and who else is going to say it other than the el chanel show it needs to be said and people need to hear it and people need to know what that what's going on yes we may be finally getting somewhere but it's going very slowly it's not going it's not going to be perfect for any time yeah it's only just started getting okay um if you've got any questions you'd like to ask me that you can answer i could answer within the next episode please send them my way same with certain topics if there's a certain topic that you would like to hear me speak about on this show 
give me a little holler, give me a little shout, honey. Um, you can get in contact with me through all my social medias. And just also a quick one for you guys that love YouTube. Um, I have rebranded the um, YouTube channel, formerly known as Marcus Chanel MUA, to The El Chanel Show. If you'd like to go there, you can see everything, little makeup related, and there will be new things going on there. Um, new episode on there would be about every two weeks, there will be a new episode or so. So I'm going to leave it here, my lovelies. Thank you so much for listening to the El Chanel show and I will see you all within the next episode and remember if you would like to see a bonus episode once a month or a bonus episode every or it become sorry or it become um two episodes a week also let me know on all my social medias um Instagram Facebook the El Chanel queen thank you my lovelies and I will see you in the next episode bye